Well, welcome everyone. As was mentioned at the last full moon meeting, Cancer is a water sign. And so as we meditate in the sign over the new moon, it might be useful to reflect a little on the nature of water as the lifeblood of our planet. Water, we know, continually changes the shape of its form. So it's interesting that the keynote of Cancer, I build a lighted house and therein dwell, indicates that it has a building capacity. The key to this creative ability is also expressed in the biblical phrase, the spirit of God moves upon the face of the waters. And there are many mysteries associated with water, such as the beautiful hexagonal shapes of water when frozen into ice crystals and snowflakes, and that it is denser and heavier in liquid form than in its solid state as ice. There are also many properties of water and the effect of human thoughts and emotions on it. Many of us are familiar with the work of Masaru Emoto, the Japanese scientist and author who exposed water in glasses to different words, pictures, and music, and then froze the water and examined the aesthetics of the resulting crystals with microscopic photography. And he found that the water crystals were beautiful or ugly, depending upon whether the thoughts were positive or negative. So these findings have implications for our meditations, of course. And if corroborated by science, would be a powerful testimony to a plan of love and light. Emoto's findings support esoteric teachings on the power of thought and serve as a reminder of the responsibility we each have for our own thinking. Through the practice of self-forgetfulness, harmless, harmlessness, and right speech, redemptive energy has unimpeded access to the bloodstream, which is 90% water. In this way, a vessel fit for the master's use is built. As we are often reminded by the Tibetan, the blood is the life, and through it, the living Christ steadily reveals himself and pours his blessing on the world. And science has revealed through the research of Gerard Pollock, professor of bioengineering at Washington University, how light builds and sustains the structure of all organisms. And he and his team have conducted many experiments on water in order to investigate its high surface tension. Experiments have shown that at its surface, water assumes the quality 
of a liquid crystal, a structure, not just a couple of molecular layers thick, but something far more extensive in the order of two or three million layers. So this water is a substance that has an ordered structure and carries negative electric charge. As the bulk of the water beyond the surface is positively charged, the surface acts like a battery. Its energy and ordering capacity come mainly from the sun, but other light sources too. Being a liquid crystal, the skin of water acts as a semiconductor, which explains the transfer of information by electromagnetic fields, such as light, onto the surface of water, or what is commonly called the memory of water. So this information or memory can be electromagnetically transferred from one location to another, as the scientist Jacques Benveniste demonstrate, demonstrated. Research is also taking place into subtle energy effects on water, from conventional as well as non-conventional electromagnetic radiation emanating from sources such as human brainwaves, cell phones, microwave ovens, Earth's electromagnetic field, as well as planets and stars. So it seems that as we enter the Aquarian age, some of water's secrets are now being revealed and the implications are huge. For much of the water in a healthy human body is in a liquid crystalline stroke structured state and surrounds the DNA molecules, giving them stability and supporting their electromagnetic field. This robe of water surrounding the cells in our bodies transmits information to the DNA on how to build the form. In turn, it is known that the information is transmitted and imprinted into the surrounding water by light. So it seems that water is a material building agent after all as the reference to the keynote of cancer, I build a lighted house, applies on this physical level of expression too. We all know what a precious resource water is and the terrible effects of droughts and floods. Researchers told the new scientists that so much groundwater has been extracted two trillion tons pumped from underground reservoirs between 1993 and 2010, that the planet's axis of rotation has shifted, a phenomenon called polar drift. And then we have the enormity of the current crisis arising from climate change, which is at least serving to awaken humanity to the harm being caused to the planetary environment. While Lovelock's Gaia gained 
much traction on the importance of realizing the planet and its kingdoms as living beings. There's also been a swing towards the use of technology and ecology. And the author Charles Eisenstein noted in his book on climate that if we are to focus our attention on a single substance, it should not be carbon dioxide, but water. Beyond greenhouse effects, water is crucial to the way the world maintains and conditions life to thrive. An important function of water is as a vehicle of heat transport, part of the physiology of this living planet. And of course, heat something that we are seriously thinking about in, at the moment in our hot summer. And Charles Eisenstein describes in a short animated video how plants influence local and global temperatures through the movement of water. He believes there is an emerging understanding among many environmentalists that we have made a scientific, strategic, rhetorical and political error by reducing the ecological crisis to climate and the climate crisis to carbon. This, he says, is because the earth is best understood as a living being with a complex physiology whose health depends on the health of her constituent organs. If the forests and estuaries and every intact ecosystem, every species on earth are degraded, drained, cut, poisoned and paved, he said, the earth will die of organ failure, regardless of the levels of greenhouse gases. To him, the core of the crisis is not warming, it's ecocide, the killing of ecosystems, the killing of life. The work of the new group moves forward knowing that the challenges facing humanity will only be overcome by a change of heart and consciousness. The new group of world's service work is powered by an underlying love of humanity and responds to impression from the center of love, the hierarchy. We do see love starting to manifest more and more as humanity is learning to transmute desire into love through the spontaneous as well as the planned response to need. Often, this is emotionally driven, but still it is mixed with a heart response to an astral buddhic sensitivity that shows the transmutation process is underway. From group living and sharing are the natural steps to liberating a greater sense of love. For once the true nature of group living is grasped, the group will be endowed with the power to serve, not one conferred by an outside force, but a potency which has engendered itself. So let us work together now in meditation at this time of the lower interlude, united by a shared vision to receive impression so that we can make a substantial contribution 
to building the lighted house of humanity. Strengthening the hands of the new group of world servers. Group fusion. with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. alignment. We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the new group of world servers. Mentally extend a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center, to the Christ, the heart of love within it, and towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known.
इंसुलिन We hold the mind focused for a few moments on the planetary role of the new group of world servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impression and meditating the plan into existence. Meditation. Reflect on the seed thought through the impression and expression of certain great ideas. Humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the new group of world servers.
precipitation. Visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet, from Shambhala, through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, through the Christ, the new group of world servers, through all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and finally, through the hearts and minds of the whole human family. Interlude. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the new group of world servers, so building the thought form of solution to world problems.
distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, we visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light and love and palm. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power Restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everybody. As you can see on the PowerPoint, the next meeting is on Tuesday, the 1st of August. That will be the Leo full moon at the same time, 6.30 p.m. BST. And the Leo new moon will be on Tuesday, the 15th of August at the same time. And we look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much for your participation this evening. Good night.